Hi all, a big warm welcome back to the hashtag Be A Good Sport Unplugged podcast. My name's Max, I'm the founder of the hashtag Be A Good Sport network. Um, joining myself on episode two of season two is, uh, is hashtag Be A Good Sport ambassador Mark Lee. And uh, our guests today are, yeah, really excited about these guests, is uh, Stephen Cooper from, the, um, from ASM Global. Um, very new into the, into the position after working at some of the most iconic venues in sport across um, yeah across the last few years and um, and yeah really real great chap and um, you know real kind of industry stalwart and someone who um, who I have a great deal of respect for. Likewise, uh, Katie McIntyre is our second guest from ALSD International. Um, Katie actually gave me the opportunity to speak at the latest uh, ALSD International event at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, um, which was uh, a real privilege and, um, yeah, really enjoyed that and, you know, shared some of my insights with um, with the crowd there. And if you'd have told me that I'd done that a few years ago, um, yeah, I would have, uh, yeah, I would have been very surprised. And, uh, yeah, thank you, Katie, for taking me out of my comfort zone and, uh, and being a great support of the hashtag Be A Good Sport kind of network. Um, yeah, so without further ado, I'll let Mark introduce the episode, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed making it, and uh, and yeah, look forward to your thoughts. Thanks guys, enjoy the episode, and uh, and yeah, don't forget, be a good sport. These two episodes, two, uh, really grateful uh, to be joined today by two legends of the industry. Um, so there's obviously not including Max Fenton uh, and myself, Mark Lee, um, but we have Steve Cooper and Katie McIntyre with us. Um, if you could just give a quick intro um, and a little bit about yourselves and yeah, we can go from there. Um, if you do Katie first. Okay. Thank you for that. Gosh, I haven't been called a legend before. So thanks <laughs> for that one. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so Katie McIntyre, CEO, sports venue business, um, and then exec director on the ALSD international event. Amazing. Steve? Um, well, a bit like Katie, it's been a very long time since I've been called a legend. So thanks again for that, Mark. Um, Steve Cooper, and I am the vice president for Food and Beverage UK for ASN Global. Awesome. Cheers, guys. We'll uh, yeah, I'll crack into um, some of the some of the questions that we've got on here. So I'll um, we'll go to yeah, I'll ask you first, um, Steve, if that's all right. Um, but we were obviously we you know we are we asked this one quite a lot, but we kind of want to encourage people like we were saying earlier to join us in our um, in our crazy industry. Um, but is it what what advice would you give to um, kind of the younger generation um, that are looking to get into our industry today? So I think importantly, I would recommend that they need to like people and working with people. And that's a, that's a skill in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to be prepared to work hard at the right times. I think they also need to really care about the small stuff because it's the small mm. stuff that make, helps us succeed. So, you know, it is important that every single aspect of the many moving parts that we have is the best it can be. Yeah. So they need to care about the small stuff. Um, that I would also, the, the final thing I would say is perhaps don't believe everything that you hear about it and make your own mind up because they might hear that it's it's long hours and it's, it's unsocial. Actually, the world's changing and they should make their own mind up about that. Yeah, definitely. No, no, I completely agree. And I think, you know, part of the, even with the world changing before it changed, you know, the, the hours, they're not as long when, when you're enjoying them. So, um, you know, I think it's, um, I think it's a, it's a very good point. And um, yeah, uh, Kate, if I could ask you this, if I could ask you the same question as well. Yeah, I suppose it, it's arming yourself with as much knowledge as you possibly can. So whether that's doing, you know, internships, 
um, you know, looking at LinkedIn, see, seeing who's doing what. Like I know, you know, like UCFB do a brilliant job, you know, because obviously it's like a sports degree, but you're getting to do that real life um you know experience as well like I know we work with UCFB and like a couple of the interns that we've had over the years they've ended up you know then going on to work for the FA NFL UK Wimbledon so uh, yeah I think it's really important to choose you know where you go to do your higher level um, and you know sort of if you can get something that has those links with the sports industry um, mm. you know then you know you're sort of helping yourself uh from the very beginning yeah is, is, is there anybody at you ucfb that you you'd kind of recommend anyone getting in touch with or? um i can certainly get there's a whole sort of gamut i know i've worked with a few different yeah. people over there mainly at the wembley campus but i know obviously Perfect. you've got the manchester with the etihad um yeah. as well so uh, i can de- if anyone wants to reach out to me you know on linkedin i can uh, put them in contact perfect also, no. there's a lot of good things being done at ua92 in manchester as well oh um, yeah yeah i've seen a lot of that you know that that's really quite a new vibrant and you know innovative experience that i would encourage people to research as well yeah that's the yeah. campus next to the um the cricket ground isn't it that's right yeah yeah that's right yeah so i think that's what um jess southworth who um obviously another one of the sort of be a good sport ambassadors i think she's been quite involved with so um no it looks um yeah it looks cool it's just uh yeah wish i was a little bit closer most of the time (laughs) but uh no i have to uh have to check out uh, um check it out at some point because it does look like they're doing a lot of impressive stuff so um no, what's the um, so yeah, Mark? I think you've got next uh, the next queue. If you want to crack on me, hello, Mark. Hello, hello. Sorry, sorry. I don't know what happened to the phone. Then this technology in Wales, it's it's um, <laughs> it's so slow, so slow. <laughs> Unbelievable! I'll kick off. I'll kick off the next one. Obviously, two legends of the game, um, in Katie and Steve. Obviously, you've had significant careers um, spanning across a whole sort of array of things. What would you say you are most proud of, achievement-wise, in your sort of professional career? Um, that's open to to both of you um, to answer. Katie, you want to go first? <laughs> I, I don't mind. Okay. Yeah, okay then. I suppose that for me, it was when I, you know, launched sports venue business. It was like my first company that I'd, you know, run everything myself. Um, it is a bit of a me, myself and I. So I'm the general <laughs> dog's body CEO, co-founder, <laughs> cleaner, uh, customer <laughs> experience, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and I think when we reached the sort of million total impressions um, on the website in the third year, um, that was like a real pinch me moment. I, you know, I, I know yeah. I've been in the industry a little while and know a few people. Um, but yeah, that, that was a really, really nice moment that all the hard work was uh, paying off. That's amazing. A million in, what, your third year, Katie? Yeah, started the third. So it, it was based, it was really the end of the second year. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I was I was looking at the Google Analytics and I was like, I think there must be a, an extra naught has got added in there somewhere. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. What were yourself, Steve? Well, mine's a little bit more operational, really. So I think if I look back at some of the sort of highlights, I would say that we're being lucky enough to be involved in the opening of the Aviva Stadium in Dublin was a real yeah. highlight. You know, it was a at the time a five hundred million euro uh, venue being opened in the heart of a city, um, and to be involved in that was a real highlight. And the team that were there, led by Martin Murphy, were just exceptional. And I was really lucky to be involved in that. And the second thing I'd say 
that I'm quite proud of is I've, I've managed to watch some really good people develop into big roles um, that I've been yeah. looking up to work with. So yeah. um, that that's just, you know, if I've helped them in 1% of a way, then I feel, I feel privileged with that. So I've watched some really good people develop in roles and jobs in uh, right across the industry, which, um, you know, feels nice. Yeah, it's, it's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, it's learning, developing, and moving people on when when they're ready. It's, it's that's what it's all about. That's about being a leader, isn't it? I suppose so. It's um, and then Dublin, uh, unbelievable. I l- love going to Aviva. We don't win often over there, but I love going <laughs> over there. Nobody, nobody <laughs> wins often. Nobody wins often over there. I'm a, I'm an English football fan and an Irish rugby fan. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, I didn't know much about rugby until I went to Aviva, and then again, I was lucky enough that the team there were were determined to teach me, and I think in return for that, they've got my undying Irish rugby loyalty. <laughs> and the, the, the copious amount of Guinness helps, though, I imagine. Yeah, uh, there, was, there might have been a couple of beers had while I was there. <laughs> no. Amazing. Awesome, yeah, I think I... Um... Yeah, well, on uh, question three, I think I think I probably know one of yours, Steve. To be honest, um, yeah. But uh, I'll um, yeah, I'll ask you. Yeah, so we're looking at obviously your favourite sporting event venue to to kind of visit and and what makes it so special, being that um, you know you've made a lot of day, you know, a lot of people's days really special, and um, you know, I think it's um, you know what what kind of what really kind of does it for does it for you guys? So I'll ask I'll ask you first, Steve. Um, but you know what yeah. I'm going to say. I have a, I have an inkling. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I don't know one one or two maybe. But um, Royal Ascot. Um, what makes it so special? The sense of occasion, pageantry, quality of offer, quality of racing, um, quintessential British sporting event that is everyone that attends and everyone that works is hugely respectful and everyone just has the most lovely time if I could only do one event again it would always be Royal Ascot and not in not in the posh bits Max I would you know just in the, <laughs> just in Royal Enclosure I don't want to go in a restaurant I just love I just love the Royal Enclosure and the way they the way that Ascot treats people and treats their members and their customers is just a, a, an industry benchmark, I think. Yeah, no, it is. Um, yeah, it is very cool, and I think it's just one of those places that's, um, you know, where everything's innovating and pushing forward. Yeah. That is almost timeless, and you know, like going back in time, and you see people arriving, you know, by like horse and carriage and top hat and tails and all of those kind of things. It, um, yeah, it really is um, quite quite unique in that respect. So um, I'd probably look at it differently than a normal sort of customer who goes to Royal Ascot. So the other thing that's impressive is what you've just said there is the mix of the traditional from the arrival to the car park picnics, but still the team there are still pushing boundaries and innovating and doing different things yeah. and introducing new things. I just think, I just think it's... It's it's just something special. Yeah, and it's even better now that I get to go. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, no, definitely up there. But yeah, that 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 was the one that I was thinking of beforehand. So um, yeah, I knew I knew that was coming. But what what about yourself, Katie? So I, I, I'm I, I'm torn between a sort of a sporting event and a venue. So yeah, well, I, go with go with both. Go I, with both. So Formula One, because I've literally grown up with it. Like, I've been lucky enough to go to the Monaco Grand Prix. Obviously, didn't stay in Monaco. Awesome. Um, <laughs> you'd, uh, you, you'd need to win the Euro Millions uh, to do that. But I just think the whole, <laughs> you know, the first time I heard a Formula One car engine, I was actually in tears. You know, it's just, it's the smell, the feel, the whole, the crowd, everything. Um, so I found that, you know, it was just, it, it, and the whole, the fact that it's like, you know, a, a temporary venue, basically, to all intents and yeah. purposes, but that has, you know, the F&B, the hospitality, everything moving from city to city, country to country. 
Um, and then something a little bit different, perhaps. Mm. Um, obviously, being a proud plastic paddy, um, <laughs> obviously, you know, love Martin and Aviva, but, you know, just around the corner, there's Croke Park. And, like, if, yeah. if yeah. you've never experienced Gaelic, you it's know, amazing. It, it's, it's just next level. It's and, and the fact that they're amateur sports people, but great shout. Yeah, you can't even say amateur because, you know, they're, they're just so skilled. But, yeah, my first hurling uh, uh, <laughs> you know, game at, at Croke Park, that, that really sticks out in my mind. It was yeah. so special. I agree with that. That's I've been to one of those. It's amazing. Yeah. I've never I've, been. Have you been, Max? I haven't been. No, no, no. I need to... Um, oh, you, yeah. have to you have to get over here. The, the sort of hurling and football semi-finals and probably the best day I've ever had was when Dublin... I hope I don't offend you. Okay, was when Dublin won the um, <laughs> All-Ireland after a number of years that they hadn't won it and the goalkeeper kicked the winning point in the last minute was the best day out I've ever had in my whole life. Yeah. And obviously the Irish know how to celebrate yes. and party. So. I was in uh, yeah. that. It was, it was incredible. It was the best I'm day. No, I, I'm noticing a bit of a theme here with the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. With, with those venues. But uh, no, no, I have seen it before. I mean, I can't tell you I know what's going on, but... Um, it, um, no, it does. Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere just looks absolutely electric. Um, great shout, that is, Coco. <laughs> oh, no, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, no. How do you... Uh, I was going to... Yeah, you kind of distracted me. Okay, I was going to ask you on your thoughts on... Um, obviously, I know, obviously, big fan of Formula One. How do you feel about Formula E? I really enjoy Formula E as well, and I think it's going to grow. And I think, like, the Formula W, I know, obviously, they had a, yeah. uh, you know, stop-start this time. But I think that's going to really pick up as well. So, uh, I, I saw Nick B has actually just moved from yeah. TAM to Formula E. So, uh, that's going to be an interesting one as well. Yeah, no, there's lots, lots, lots going on, and... Um... Yeah, very um yeah, growing growing pretty fast and we'll probably be um yeah, we'll probably be the formula of the future you'd imagine. Yeah. Um but uh no, I thought I'd ask you cuz you know obviously the noise and the smells and all of that kind yeah. of thing. I guess it's a little bit different um within formula E, but uh yeah, I'll um Mark, do you want to go with the next question? I can do mate. Of course I can. Yeah, um, why not? 20 12, 10 years ago, what advice would you have given yourself back then? 2012. 2012. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go Katie. Go on, Katie. Okay. So I, I know, like, obviously, Steve was saying for his question one, you know, think you have to look at the small stuff. Uh, but for me, I, I was actually thinking, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to let little things go. And maybe 10 years ago, I wasn't so good at that. Um, so, yeah, it would probably have been be a bit kinder to myself. And, you know, mm. if, if if you get something perhaps slightly wrong, <laughs> everyone's human <laughs> and, you know, you, you're not going to get uh, annihilated for it. So uh, just let yourself off. Just having that accountability, yeah. isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, Steve, ten years ago, I think we were working together. Funny were enough, we? I think we were. You don't yeah. look old enough, Mark. You don't look old enough. Oh, I'll check. I'll check you a tenner. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ten, what would your advice to yourself have been ten years ago? So just, just on from what Katie said there, I think. There's a few things that I would say. Um, I would always make time, would be some advice, always make time to prepare and plan because I, I'm obviously an operator. So making time to prepare and plan and don't get dragged into the, don't think that something's more important than preparing and planning because it's yeah. easy to get dragged in. Yeah. I would then make sure that you're always ready to face the sort of front line of service. And then I would remember the what the sort of core values would be, which are, culinary 
people and then we all were all accountable for commercials i would remember keep those core values at the front front and center i would do that and then just again on from what katie said i think sometimes you have to accept progress not perfection so um you know if you've got an operation the size of what i've been lucky enough to be involved in then with all those moving parts, you, you shouldn't really beat yourself up if you get one out of 100,000 wrong. So, you know, so progress on perfection would be a piece of advice. Yeah, I like, I like that, saying. That's a nice little tagline yeah. there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I enjoy that, yeah. But you can all, you can all, you can all have that. I, I do love a quote. I do love a quote and things like that. Anyone who's worked with me will tell you. I do love a quote. Oh, <laughs> lovely. I love, I love a quote as well. I just can't remember any of them. But, I'll send you uh, some. Mate. I'll send you some. Yeah. <laughs> I, as I soon as I hear like that's great. I bet you've got some good ones, Mark. That are probably completely the wrong words, but I do, probably... mate. It's in different language most of the time. Um, but that's yeah, true. no. Come up with some absolute crackers at like eleven thirty in bed. No, you just like just thinking just having some some you time and then suddenly in the morning you're like oh i should have a notepad next to the bed or you know and just write them down i'm not doing i'm not doing an ad that sends you them yeah personalizes them for you they're good oh Oh, really interesting are you an affiliate steve yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not. I just like it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that bright. I just need. I just like a quote. Product placement. Um, what, uh, Mark? What would? You, what advice would you give yourself ten years ago? Out of interest. Ooh, that's a that's a good cool one, isn't it, Max. Yeah, I just thought. Um, you know, I just thought, why not? You know, because we can. Do you know what advice I probably would have given myself? Would have been. Don't take it too serious. So yeah. don't take don't take it too serious because at the end of the day, you know, you can only control what you can control. You know, if the things out yeah. of your control, only focus on the controllables. Um, yeah. And as long as you as long as you can, you're doing everything you can to do everything you can control. Just don't take everything else too seriously. So, you know, you get thrown a curveball, or you get, you know, something, you know, something happens that, you know, you, you've got an absolutely no control over but then that kind of would affect your day just don't it, it, you can't do anything about it so just just focus on what you can control and and just go from there yeah yeah Probably yourself. No, love love that mate i, I think yeah i think I mean, just be be braver i think um you know i, th- I think especially you know given careers and that kind of thing you know i think you can spend a lot of time um in one in one location and you know really i just think you know you back yourself and go for it and you know if you're likable enough and you know nice <laughs> nice enough to the you know to uh to everyone around you you're never going to kind of go without even if things do go wrong um so i think i think probably just to be just to be braver in the um in the hole if i'd have said that to myself sort of 10 years ago which when you said 2012 that's pretty terrifying but um <laughs> But, but but there we go. Um, oh, I quite enjoy this question, actually. Um, I'll go to Steve first, because I reckon you probably have a good one. Um, what's the biggest mare you've had in your career so far? Yeah, so when you sent the question to have a look at Max, I was thinking about that. I mean, I could you could talk about operational stuff forever. Um, probably, rather than a, a mare, would be the EPOS failure. Uh, we had at the uh, one of the venues at, uh, at a football match that that was operationally challenging. Mm. The next, the next thing I'd say, it's not a mare, but the, probably the biggest challenge that was faced was reopening um, Old Trafford for the Leeds United game after COVID. That yeah. was full of difficult challenges, and we ended up with the twelve thirty kickoff. Yeah. And so we were opening that, having been closed for however long, with the whole country with pent-up enthusiasm to go out and attend with probably one of the biggest local rivalries ever. And that that certainly had was a very difficult, challenging, but rewarding day. Yeah. So, I, you know, 
I don't really want to get into the EPOS went down and all that sort of good stuff. So I think in terms of rather than a mare, I'll pick that out as a challenge, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can imagine, uh, yeah, when those fixtures came out, that was, um, yeah, that would, that would have been um, that had been quite quite an enjoyable time for you guys. Um, I just had a look at my app as well, Max, and um, as well as progress, not perfection, you can have small steps are better than no steps. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 like that. Oh, actually, I have got one. I have got one, which is from a speech. Um, yeah, which is from a speech that I really quite like, um, which is about falling forward. So as long as you're like, even if you're falling you know or you're kind of like you know maybe not quite sure as long as you're going in the you know forwards in the right kind of direction and you're making some progress that kind of links to the steps one as well so sorry i got far too excited about that um <laughs> but uh but i'll send i'll send i'll send it to you afterwards because um it is uh yeah it's well worth a watch you've probably already seen it i imagine because you're very you know like a sommelier of quotes but um <laughs> Uh, and uh, and Katie, what would you what would you say is the the biggest mayor or obviously biggest challenge um, if you wanna uh, if you wanna I, tweak it like Steve has in your career yeah, sort of so I, far? I, I think this one is still very fresh in my mind. And oh, I think I know what you're going to say think, as well. I think you and Mark know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> so obviously, having a Leicester International 2022 all organised to perfection. Um, and then 10 days out, you know, RIP, the, you know, Queen of England passed away and then suddenly had to reschedule an event for four weeks time, which meant really, to all intents and purposes, completely redoing the agenda, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. So uh, I thought once we'd got through COVID, I'd, you know, managed everything that, pe uh, you know, <laughs> life could throw. But then, yeah, I definitely uh, hadn't thought about the Queen of England passing away and a state funeral uh, bumping, no. um, you know, uh, life um, <laughs> out of the way. So, yeah, that was an easy one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had to, uh, yeah, I should have... Should have thought of that, but yeah, no, I must say, I must say that, yeah, you know, I do not envy, envy you in the slightest or anyone else, you know, that had to, um, yeah, had to make those um, plans. Um, we lost and, a match. And, we lost a match. Yeah, and be, you know, and be so so agile and obviously respectful at the same time. It's, um, yeah, yeah he did he did an amazing job, Katie. By the way, and you know, I, I think, um, say, you know, you know, yeah, well done, Katie. Huge huge thanks to you know you guys for being so you know understanding and you know to Tottenham um for you know that they really did do everything to accommodate us you know shout out to Adam Pollington and Andy O'Sullivan who were just fantastic you know we were spending a lot of time on the phone to one another uh, <laughs> you know so uh, no it was it was great to get there in the end it was done. It was amazing. And yeah, you wouldn't have, yeah, you wouldn't have known um, that, uh, you know, it wasn't exactly how, um, you know, it, it, it should have been initially. So, um, yeah, no. And yeah, big shout out to everybody that, um, you know, probably would have dealt with similar things um, kind of in and around that time. But, um, Mark, question six. So obviously you two legends of the industry. I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> out, outside of work, what's your biggest achievement? Go to Katie. Sorry. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to be soppy. Uh, my, my, my becoming a mum and having oh, a mom you're taking mine. Is a hundred percent. There was nothing else. Like, but, but my son would kill me if I said anything. <laughs> else than that as well but no 100% becoming a mom and you know a, a mom of an amazing son who's now 14 going on 40 uh with hormones and all that good stuff but, <laughs> but I wouldn't change him for the world Yo, it's quite hard though isn't it like you know why didn't why didn't anybody tell us it was going to be hard I know and they don't come with a manual no it's like really quite no, annoying no no 
Although from experience, Katie, I think boys get easier. <laughs> oh, that's good news. I hope. Well, someone said to me, "Boys, <laughs> boys wreck your house; girls wreck your head." Ah. So I, I, I oh. think that's the. <laughs> Fantastic. That's another quote. Put it on the coat on the quote board. Have that quote, yeah. Get <laughs> that tattooed somewhere. I think. Um... Oh, not another tattoo, Max. Come on, mate. Hey. Hey, Thailand, Thailand 06, you know. <laughs> Crazy times. And you, Steve. What about um, you? I'm, I'm going down the same road as Katie, you know. I was a little bit later in life getting to fatherhood and, um, you know, now I've got a seven-year-old seven and a four-year-old and um, that brings as many challenges as any event you ever want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What's yours, Max? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. Yeah, you can't, say, to... you can't say parenthood. Parenthood is, is not pa- pa- parenthood. Definitely, um, achievement. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know, it was. Um, I think achievement. I think it is an achievement for any kind of parent dealing with, um, dealing with yeah youngsters and and I think especially in our in our industry as well. Um, it is. Yeah, you are. You can be away for you can be away for quite a long time and um the hours are obviously still there although obviously getting um getting better um but i think achievement wise is um you know i'm i'm, I'm quite proud of what we've done kind of with with this um be a good sport network to be honest um i think there's more that we could more that we could do and more that we could invest into. And I'd like to really just sort of drive a bit of a charity element through kind of everything of what we do and, um, and help more people out. But I think, you know, even through COVID and the other side of it, you know, being able to sort of put people in touch with people that might be able to give them their first job and people that have been, you know, put onto placements and, um, you know, all, all of those kind of things, or even just having somebody to, talk to who's been through a similar kind of thing um just even being able to provide you know like like steve you know like steve alluded to earlier i think if you can be that one percent change in you know in somebody or you know make someone's day that one percent better um then you know what you know why why wouldn't you do that um so for me you know that that's probably um yeah probably one of one of my i don't know if it's an achievement or not but um it's probably something that i'm i'm pretty proud of so well said well said thanks for being on the spot get me back there with the charity thing in that max i should probably you know maybe give a shout out because the way that my team at uh, manchester united at the time responded at, at covid some of the things that they did above and beyond which i suppose were outside the workplace was pretty pretty special and demanded you know really a lot of hard work in really difficult circumstance to deliver hundreds of thousands of meals and cross yeah. the NHS and all that sort of thing. I suppose if we're counting that as not in the workplace, I'd be proud of that. I'm proud of the team that did it. Shout out to Chef Tag and Emma Crompton. Definitely. Definitely. And I think, you know, there was so, yeah, there's so much, you know, great stuff that happened and, you know, I talk about it, I talk about it quite a lot, you know, when we were, um, you know, we used to go for like our walk sort of every day because there wasn't a lot else to do. But, you know, I was always of the frame of mind that, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep on doing that when everything's back to normal. You know, I'm going to keep on doing um, all of these, you know, good habits. And I think, you know, we, we kind of need to make sure that we don't, you know, completely lose those because there was a lot of, um, you know, a lot, a lot of elements to it that made us sort of a bit more human and understand each other a bit more as well, I think. So, um although yeah it's great to get back to some stuff i think um you know it's we shouldn't necessarily forget what we learn at the same time so good advice um oh well oh, okay. is, that a quote? Yeah. is that a quote for the wall max Go on, um, it's a bit long it's a bit 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 a bit rambly for a quote um <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll download the the motivation app early later and uh i've saved you two or three max while we've been on oh i love it oh, i love it yeah this is great this is great see i didn't even know that you know anyway um question Shall seven we the motivation app is available from all itunes and, uh, <laughs> and other yeah, apps are I mean, also available app stores <laughs> yeah other apps I mean, are available so. yeah i mean motivation if you know if anyone ever listens you know we're 
more than happily take a sponsor. Um, <laughs> if um, so, question seven. Yeah, so this is quite yeah, it's quite quite a good one. This tends to spark a little bit of debate. Um, but if uh, I'm going to go to Steve first this time, actually, because I feel like we've been calling on Katie first a lot. Um, but if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Okay, so all my people are alive. So um, in, cool. no, in no particular order, um, Prince William would be on the list. He okay. is um, a fellow Aston Villa supporter. Who of knows, course. He knows about football. He has um, been brought up in such a way that he's going to be the king. And I think he um, is would be good company as well. And he is a good example for me of how to behave correctly. So Prince William. Nice. I would also have sitting next to Prince William, I would have Marco Pierre White. Oh. Um 33 years old, the youngest chef at that time to get his three Michelin stars back in 1995. Wow. Sort of had enough of the industry and almost gave them back in 1999. Bit of a wild child. I was lucky enough to work with him at Newmarket. Um, culinary genius, um, interesting character. I suspect we might find our way around the wine list well, and you'd expect the food <laughs> to be great. So, Marco Pierre White, and lastly, um, Rachel Blackmore. So, oh. um, national hunt jockey, first female to win the Grand National, um, also the Gold Cup, six Cheltenham winners. Um, humble Irish lady, which you ever get chances, a couple of documentaries, you ever get a chance to watch them. Um, she's pretty inspirational. Um, yeah, they would be my three. I think it's a we've got a bit of um Irish um banter and humor in there, we've got a bit of wild child culinary genius, and we've got a bit of um the future king. So, I figured that would be a pretty good table for four. That's... That's There's only one good. thing I challenge on there, Steve. Pardon? You said Prince William. You said Prince William knows a lot about football, but he can't because he's a Villa fan. Well, <laughs> I keyed you, you in for that. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been waiting he's been waiting ten minutes for that. There's a chant of a part that go, goes goes on. Prince William is a Villa fan. Prince William is a Villa fan, and he's going to be the king. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, love that. Did you support again, Mark? Uh, the, the massive Jack Army, Swansea City Football Club, obviously. Mm. Only, only Welsh team to win the League Cup, may I add. Mm. I think we'll move on, shall we? <laughs> I would. <laughs> uh, uh, same, same question for you, Katie, please. Well, I, I think Steve was looking at my notes. Because uh, I, I had Rachel Blackmore as no well. No way. Um, obviously, you know, being a female in wow. what was a male, you know, um, orientated industry when I started out. It's, yeah. You know, uh, that was why she was made my list. You know, because she, she's she's a female that broke into a male-dominated industry yeah. and didn't stand for anything. You know. She is a quality. She she called out people for yeah. not treating her, you know, the same way as everyone else. So I think she's a rocket, and uh, you know, she'd definitely be interesting. And then I'm not sure whether I, I'm allowed to have these as a one or if I have to take them as a two. Um, but Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, because yeah, I would nice. just love to hear the story of how two Hollywood A-listers ended up buying Wrexham. Um, you know, yeah. what the whole story was behind that. I'm sure there was probably Guinness or something involved um, in the, the decision-making. Um, it, it's, uh, but it's amazing to see that, you know, they've taken on Wrexham AFC and, are, you know, doing up the ground. And I, I saw they even had the king... Um, and uh, I can't think what her proper title is now, Camilla. Queen Consort. Oh, sorry, Queen Consort. Thank you very much. 
Um, and then, obviously, because I'm an F1 fan, I was in between George Russell and Lando Norris. And then I said, no, I'll take Connor Moore, the comedian, because he can, like, do both their voices um, and gets to go. I thought he was at the Red Bull Christmas party last week. So yeah, I'd like to get all the inside scoop from him. And be entertained. (laughs) That's no, that's a really good one as well. I mean, that's, I mean, not that I thought Rachel Blackmore was a rogue suggestion, but the fact that you both had it's pretty, um, pretty, 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 pretty impressive. And um, yeah, goes to show, like you said, you know how much of an impact. Because I'd say in the industry, you know, even, um, you know, off, you know, off, off course, it's. you know, it's obviously a, a male-dominated industry, and I think it's just such a such a good message. And um, you know, I'd say in front of the scenes and behind the scenes, it's you know, it's something that is being addressed, um, and you know, quite rightly. So, um, no, I think I'd go to either of those parties, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you don't need a you don't need a second invitation, Jim Max. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 normally, mate. To be honest, not normally. But, um, there you go. It's Christmas, sort of, nearly. It is um, nearly, yeah. Oh, and um, okay, yeah. So I'll leave you to um, to your quick fire questions, Mark, because you're quite good at these right. ones. So, oh, cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Um, you're welcome. The so these quick fire questions, you can't have any time to think about them. You're just going to go straight away. It's literally off the cuff answers. So. We'll go Katie first. You ready? Ready. Right. Favourite drink? Gin and tonic. Summer mm. or winter? Summer, 100%. <laughs> Favourite I'm TV show? I'm at the minute. Sorry, I missed... Oh, d- Drive to Survive. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Favourite holiday location? Spain. Nice. Morning mm. bird or night owl? Night owl. Would you rather be a pirate or a ninja? <laughs> I wouldn't really want to be either, but if I was pushed, a ninja. Good shout. Most used emoji? Smiley face. Rugby or football? Oh, that's like choosing between children. Mm. Um, Sometimes you've just got to do it, though, Katie. Go oh, on. But that, oh, 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 um, oh, no, I can't, I can't. I can't choose between. Are them. you abstaining? <laughs> I'm abstaining. <laughs> no, I, no I, I can't answer that one. Okay, cricket or hockey? Oh, sorry, hockey. LinkedIn oh, or one. Instagram? Uh, li- li- LinkedIn for work, Insta for personal. So is that LinkedIn or Instagram? I'll go for, link- <laughs> I'll go for LinkedIn then. LinkedIn. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was good. <laughs> Rugby or football? Go on, you've got to decide one. Go on, off the records. We won't. This won't go anywhere. No. <laughs> apart from, apart from, apart from to the million people listening in. <laughs> oh, it's really, really close. Uh, football. Sorry. Oh, I can't believe <laughs> you just said that. <laughs> Brave. Mm. Brave. It's all right. We can still be friends. I mean, um, I feel so. I feel. I feel sorry for cricket. That got disbanded within zero point one seconds. I don't get cricket. I just don't get it. It's just yeah. Sorry. I apologise to all my cricket colleagues. <laughs> if you're a cricket playing pirate, you're not advocating, are you? In fairness. Hey ho, hey ho. Up against right. early, yeah. No good. <laughs> I'm going to get up early, yeah. Yeah, in the winter. Um, <laughs> right, on to you, Steve. Are you ready? Yeah. Favourite drink? Champagne. Nice. Oh, Summer or winter? Summer. Favourite TV show? Match of the day. Favourite oh. holiday location? Left Carter, small Greek island. <laughs> <laughs> Morning bird or night owl? Night owl. Would you rather be a pirate or a ninja? A ninja. I Most used emoji. Kate didn't want to be either. I would have been both. I was quite happy being both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, emoji, thumbs up. Mm. Rugby or football? Um, football. Cricket or hockey? Uh, 
cricket. <laughs> Link, LinkedIn or Instagram? LinkedIn. 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 Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's good. Nin- ninjas. I think ninjas the winner overall, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> I think it's all of our yeah I think series. Slightly more. I don't know. Maybe slightly more respectable um, occupation, perhaps. You think you could add Spider-Man in? <laughs> I mean, we, we're 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 always up for ideas. Um, I need to check with our sponsors at Motivator App, um, <laughs> but um, we'll, um, we'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll let you know. But can I add? Can yeah. I add another question in? Yeah. Favorite quote. Oh. oh. We haven't got enough time. Uh, I think that I think quote. Uh, favorite at a moment in time so i don't think there's actual ever a favorite it's, like, it's, it's, it's all about perspective and where you're at at that yeah. moment etc yeah yeah okay. cool what about I you think, katie have you got I a favorite quote said max one saying sometimes you win sometimes you learn <laughs> like it i like oh, that. yeah like, like, yeah love that my favourite is leadership is an action, not a position. Nice. Ah, like it. My favourite. Um, oh. Can't think of any now. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take the pressure off me and um, I'll ask you both. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we like to... Um, you know, we like to keep the uh, bigger sport community going, and um, obviously, recommendations put you know people under um, under the spotlight, so we can ask them next time. Um, but we just wondered if there was anybody from each of you who you'd recommend we could get on a future episode um, of the podcast who you'd like to who you'd like to hear. Obviously, Rachel Blackmore would probably be up there, um, <laughs> but. Um, but uh, I wondered if there was anybody particular you think would be um, would be interesting to hear from. I guess two other legends, maybe. Um, oh, uh, Kate! I don't know how is it Kate Bevan or Beaven? You know, at Formula One. Um, yes, um, I don't know how it's pronounced either. Katie B. I'm sure there's yeah. an artist in there. <laughs> um, Apol- apologies that. if you're listening, Katie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll love that. <laughs> what about yourself, Steve? Um, I would. There's um, a, a, a real, true, inspirational industry legend called Nick Campbell, who is the managing director of Jockey Club Catering for Compass. He's um, been in the industry a long time and done a lot of really good things. He'd be um, he'd be worth a shout out to. Awesome. Um, if we were if we were sort of maybe extending your reach a little bit, Max, there's a couple of culinary um, geniuses in the likes of Alan, Alan Blackmore, again, this yeah. group, but he's a he's a, a a true a true industry legend again. And um, Chef Tag at Manchester United would also be on my list. There, there'd be three that I think would be. Um, they would have integrity, and I suspect the content would be excellent. <laughs> oh, superb! No, we'll have to uh, have to give them a go. I'm not sure extent if you're talking about extending my reach as in my wingspan or my um... <laughs> <laughs> opening into the culinary community, Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know, every every now and again, I'm sure. Um, no, we all. Uh, we all, we all enjoy our food, don't we? Especially this time of year. So, um, no, See, we had to, uh... Tag would definitely be a ninja, wouldn't he, Steve? Yeah, definitely <laughs> be a ninja, yeah. Definitely be a ninja. I think that was your question, Mark, that one, actually. <laughs> Honestly, no idea. No idea. <laughs> I can't remember now, anyway. But, um, yeah, no, just, uh, yeah, I think we're, um, yeah, at a point of where we're, uh, where we're out of kind of our... Uh, questions or if there's anything else from from you mark um no all good just want to say thank you again to you both um really enjoyed that yeah thank you i enjoyed that too 
Yeah, thanks all. Nice um, to um, break my podcast duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be the uh, sure it'll be the first of many more. And uh, and yeah, no, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for your insights there, guys. And there's um, definitely uh, definitely a few things on added to the to do list, um, including um, yeah, including one of those Gaelic football games. I think yeah. um, that's probably that's great right show. up there. So. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks again, and um, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Matt. Thank thanks, Mark. See you later. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Well, yeah. A big thank you to um, Steve and Katie. Um, so great to talk to, and uh, yeah, could have gone could have gone on forever. Um, with regard to um, you know when we were talking about our favourite venues and that kind of thing, and that's one of the trends I'm really starting to notice is um, from the people that we're speaking to. It's all about elevating those experiences and you know taking your you know taking your customers, your clients to new places and you know making them experience service that you know they've never had before, and they're going to go and talk to their friends and family about. Um, as well as uh, as well as obviously making sure that the staff that are you know putting on these shows as you like um, you know sort of day in day out at all of these events making sure that they're you're looking after their well-being as well and you're bringing them along on the journey I think that's one of the most important things about being a leader in our in our industry and that's what makes me so excited to be able to talk to so many of them um, but yeah once again thank you for your support thank you for listening. Um, if you get a chance to subscribe to the podcast through Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, then please do. Um, and uh, and yeah, if you get an opportunity to like or share any of our content, um, obviously as a support network, um, you know, not a business as such. So yeah, really just do rely on that kind of uh, natural kind of growth um, through socials. So really appreciate that. And obviously, if you or someone you know works for the Motivate app that um, Steve Cooper was talking about, um, you want to come sponsor us, I'm, I'm sure we won't be too expensive for you. So, um, yeah, no, thank you very much and I uh, hope you enjoy the episode and we'll see you around for episode three. Take care and, uh, and look after yourselves. And, and of course, do not forget to be a good sport.